mean, insurance companies make 90% of their revenue not off permanent policies. They make 90% of their revenue off of term life and policy, term life policies, because 93% of those terms are never, ever executed. Mm-hmm. 90% either are canceled or they expire and are never used before because people didn't understand. Because these the people who can't afford $50 a month are not the type of people that's going to be disciplined enough to buy term and invest a difference anyway. Mm. Right. They're going to be people who going to try to buy term and invest a difference, but this month something came up. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden they have no life insurance, they have no investments, everything went to hell. <laughs> All right, y'all, welcome to another powerful episode of the Path to Prosperity, Path to Prosperity Podcast. Podcast. We help you make, manage, multiply your money. I am Ash Cash, the financial motivator. We got Storm Leroy, Mr. No, not Mr. Become Your Own Bank. <laughs> the employee millionaire. Hey. We got Marvin Mitchell, Mr. Become Your Own Bank. Let's go. Hey. Yo, let's look. Who in this place? Hey. Let's talk about The hey, Rock. Uh, I'm excited about this episode today. The Rock. We got to talk about this episode today yes. because, because there needs to be a new way of thinking about money. I just got to start off with some straight facts. Yeah. No, 76% of people run out of money in retirement with no legacy to pass on. Wow. They just run out of money. When I say retirement, that's before the end of their life. Mm. They mm. literally run out of money. Most people, 76%. And this is people with 401ks, people with jobs. You know, pensions. <clears throat> pensions are almost extinct. Mm. Like, over 85% of pensions are gone. Wow. Social Security, by 2034, they said the Social Security Administration is going to have to do something drastically different to Social Security or else they won't have any more funds or the general fund mm. for Social Security. Mm. So it's like, this isn't your mom's or your dad's or your granddad's generation. If you don't start doing something different now, mm. and the things that we're being told is the exact same repeat. Mm. The definition of insanity is doing the exact same thing, expecting a different result. Different so today, outcome. we want to talk about... Not. We want to talk about some things and some ways uh, that OC. you can actually change yes. your legacy and change your life starting right now, mindset, but also execution. Yep. Let's go. And so, and so, you know, we we hear we hear about the Rockefeller, like, you know, I mean, obviously, music labels, you hear people talk about living like a Rockefeller, like all of these things. We even got people. Who like Google Rockefeller and they sh- videos come up? Not like, <laughs> we got people. We got people so invested in the Rockefellers. Okay, if you go, if you Google Rockefeller Trust, you see a video of somebody that you might recognize, right? Um, but 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 can we talk about the history? Like, why yeah. is Rockefeller the Rockefeller family? When we talk about wealth, why are they the blueprint to wealth? First off, I like that you said when we talk about wealth. Now, when we're talking about this, for all of the people who can go back and dig up all the negative history, this is not what this is this about. Is right. This this, is we about. are not giving any kind of moral endorsement of yes. anybody right now. Right, Rockefellers. You can Structure. learn from right because we heard Ether and you know e, you yeah, know yeah. Nas brought brought up a lot of the negative stuff, but yeah, it's yeah, yeah. about structure. And, 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 right. and for that, just for the sake of this, right? How can we learn about structure to this? There's a reason why we want to learn about structure. Yeah, to yeah, this. yeah. Um, the Rockefellers, the Rockefellers, and also the Vanderbilts, right? Were two of the wealthiest families um, that existed back then, right? Now, 
What did they do? Break down the family, the Vanderbilts, Rockefeller, what they did. Break it down, break it down. Ace. So the, you break it down as far as what they did or yeah, how they yeah. how, how they, they got did their how they built their wealth. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, go ahead and break down how they got their wealth. I'll talk more about like what they did after they you got the wealth. Saving me for last. <laughs> go ahead, talk about talk about how they got the wealth. I know I know one family was railroad. Talk about how they got the that's the um that's the rock the Rockefellers. So Rockefeller Railroad. The Vanderbilts was um was was about um trains mm-hmm. um being transporting goods yep, yep. And they built their wealth like that through being able to when he uh really his wealth actually came in its most powerful when he built the first i think it was Amer- was american rails it was first cross cross country mm-hmm. railroad yeah. line to go from East Coast, West Coast, East Coast, East Coast, back and forth, transporting yeah. good, and also change the economy as we know it. Because before, when somebody created goods, when you like have a brand of soda, yeah, and stuff like that, it was relegated to your region. Mm-hmm. But once he did that, he made Coke and Pepsi's and all these the empires that they were, mm. cookies like Intamins. Um, there's a show now called uh, "How the Food That Built America." Mm. That show now on the History Channel had a lot to do once that. Transatlantic thing happened. Trans, you know, cr- so, so they didn't that, make, that building of that. So you're trying to tell me they didn't make all that money by working on the job and saving in their investment plan? <laughs> no, not <laughs> no, at all. Right. No, but 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 look, here's mm-hmm. the thing: how they made it is 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 not as important as That's what right. as what they did with it. And the reason why I say that, I want to give this disclaimer as well. When we talk about this, uh, what would the Rockefellers do? Rockefeller Trust, all those different things. Some people call it the Dynasty Trust, all those different things, mm. different names for it. Yeah. I don't want you to allow the big numbers and how much money they had make you think that this isn't about you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because you this it. is not about how much they had. It's about the structure. And anybody who's watching today you could implement this structure in some sort of way in your life. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I don't have Rockefeller mm-hmm. or even Vanderbilt type of money mm-hmm. uh, at that time, but I still was able to do this for my family. Mm-hmm. Storm was able to do this for his family. Right. Ash is setting this up for his family where he's having multiple generations, kids, mm-hmm. grandkids even when that time comes to look yeah. up for it. So if you're looking to do this, I want you to think about it from the lens of how does this apply to me, and we're going to attempt to break that down. So. Right. This is what happened. So they're the wealthiest families, right? Everybody knows this. The question is, who kept the money? Mm. There we go. Because it's not how much money you make. It's how much you keep, baby. It's how there much money go. you keep. Yep. Did you Do protect it. what you built? Did you think about the multiple generations or were you selfish in saying, I'm only going to think about my generation? Yeah. So what happens, let's talk about the Vanderbilts first. The Vanderbilts, they had this money and they passed a lot of money on to the next generation, but they didn't pass the education. Mm-hmm. They didn't pass the philosophy. They didn't pass the mindset. They didn't pass parameters and boundaries and limits, or or they didn't give them what to do with that money. They just said, here's the money. So what did they think to do? They used their ego mm-hmm. and said, we're the Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. We're going to go out and show everybody that we're the Vanderbilt. So we're going to go out and buy the most expensive Land b- buildings that we can. Mm. We're going to waste money. We don't care. We're losing yep. money as long as people see the Vanderbilts. Mm. And when you see things like, well, the Vanderbilts, some of their properties still exist. Still exist. They got like they built the built a lot of castles. Like, different things like they yeah. built castles. They built mm-hmm. all of this. But they all built it just to say they're going to. One, one brother built something big. The sister came back and said, okay, I see you that way. Mm-hmm. I'm going to raise you this way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now it was a competition amongst the family members on who can have the best looking. 
assets, the fanciest cars, the fanciest clothes. Now, you might not have that much money, but I know some of you play that game. Be honest with yourself. Some of you are going out saying, without having the, without having the assets to pay for the liabilities, mm-hmm. going out and say, let me go out and get the best car. Let me mm-hmm. go out and get the best this. Let me get the best that. Because you're trying to keep up with the Joneses. Mm-hmm. And most of the Joneses, just like the Vanderbilts now, are broke. Mm. So, so they did that. Now, we knew this story to be true because... Um, Anderson Cooper. Yeah, yeah, he's a Vanderbilt. He's a Vanderbilt. A descendant. And everybody was expecting he's a Vanderbilt. When his mom passed, they expected him to get millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. And in his inheritance, he's a le- one of the remaining money people of the Vanderbilts. I think he had less than $200,000. Wow. That was passed on to him. He's working every day. Which is fine. There's nothing wrong with working, but he was not able to get what he had. So how did all of this money evaporate out of just so few generations? Mm-hmm. It's because they did not do what the Rockefellers set the blueprint mm. to do, yes, which is what we teach. The Rockefellers, on the other hand, what they did is they said, we're going to set up a family bank. We're going to set up a family constitution, and I want everybody not just to get the money passed on to you, but we want to take the time to dictate exactly the values and exactly the principles and what we want to do outlined for the family in the next generation and what you got to do to get access to this money. Mm-hmm. They sat down. They set, they set bylaws. They set constitutions. They selected five people in the family that were responsible as trustees in the family. They all sat around a table and they said, this is what we're going to do. If I'm alive, I'm going to make sure my kids are good. But if I'm not alive, then these five people are responsible for keeping this family legacy uh, uh, um, to, to go along. Mm-hmm. So they did that first. So write this down. They wrote it down. Wrote it down. Write it down and make it plain. They yes, wrote sir. it down. The second thing that they did is they they got a trust Hmm. They made sure that they wanted to put all of this writing and everything that was going to be spelled out into a trust. And they wanted that trust to look multiple generations down the line. It was a dynasty trust. It was the Rockefeller trust. And they put everything within this trust. But then also very important, the whole foundation of this is that they got life insurance. Hmm. Now, life insurance, people say, well, life insurance is when you die. Well, it's called life insurance <laughs> if you use it for your life in a proper ways. I'm gonna, and I'm going to tell you as we go on to, 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 to today that ways that you can use your death benefit mm. to give you 25% more income even now while you're living. Yeah. So yeah. So, so they did all of these things, right? And then the last thing they did was they, they set all of these up. They set, they set meetings mm. where anybody who wanted to come and say, I need college education. I want to start a business. I want to do this. You had to go before... The board mm-hmm. of trustees yep. of the family bank, and you had to borrow against the policy, which beneficiary was the trust. Storm's going to get into that. And when you borrow money from that, guess what else you had to do? Just like a bank, you had to pay it back yep. because That's that right. allowed the cash value to continue to to um, to increase for the next generation. So instead of going to the bank, instead of using the bank, you became you became the bank. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's okay to use the bank. You just can't let the bank use you. Mm, bars. So we di- so they did that. And, and now we look at now, people don't know this, that Rockefeller's got their hands in so much stuff that we'll never even know. Like mm. Spelman College. Mm. Did you know that's black ladies, right? Mm. You know that's owned by the Rockefellers? Yeah. <laughs> Today? Mm. Wow. It was, look it up. 
Rockefeller Spellman. They mm. Spellman. They took Rockefeller off, but it's owned by the Rockefellers mm. today. Wow. There's so many other things that's still owned by them, but you would never know because they took it off because they didn't want to. They didn't want to have the names and the glory at that particular time, just like the Vanderbilts mm. did. The mm. Vanderbilts. One of their names, right? But anyway, go ahead, go ahead, go yeah, ahead. No, go I just, I look for 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 my mm. for my folks because I'm not I'm not the trust expert, right? And in fact, you know, I'm in the process of creating our you know our family trust as we speak. So these guys are the experts. But to all my people out there who are looking at the camera, like, yo, what is he talking about? Watch Power at the oh, end of yeah. <laughs> at the end of Power when I Ghost, knew you were gonna end up here, look. right? When, when at the end of Power when Ghost dies. And they're sitting at the table. Think, think about why Tyreek went to college. You know what I'm saying? So all my people, y'all know what I'm saying. After power, when Ghost dies, and he's sitting at the table, and the lawyer is saying, well, here's the things that, here's the money that's left over, but here's the rules on how to use the money. This person gets this money once he, like Tyreek gets this amount of money when he, when he graduates college. Right. And this is why he went to school, because Ghost created a structure. He created a trust mm. that said, you know what? Yo, Tasha, you ain't getting nothing. You ain't getting nothing. All of this is going into to these hands. And and even and, and, and think about think about like the 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 end of it where Tasha was like, even in death, he's controlling everything like he's controlling us. Right. Mm. Because what he did, Ghost, created uh, all of this wealth and said, you know what? I'm not going to give you this money so you can blow it. I'm going to tell you specifically how to use this money, how to make sure that that this money is used the way I need, need it to be used. And here are the parameters, right? And so what he did was he created an irrevocable trust, right? Because guess what? There's a revocable trust. There's an irrevocable trust. An irrevocable trust cannot be changed. The rules are the rules. I just wanted to give my two cents because I didn't want to be the only one not saying that. So that's so. the reason why he ended up going to college. Look, that's why he went to college. That's, that's why Tommy went to college. Why he's he's becoming this 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 uh, it, good business guy, but illegal. Exactly because you know he mean? know that part of his stipulation is that once he his once grade he, average has to be a certain point. Facts, talk all to of him. that, and people don't even understand Man. the trust is is does so much more than just yeah. even even like set the rules and set the boundaries. Yeah. You know. You can protect all of your assets. Or yes. facts. And also with taxes. You can protect yourself yeah. against yeah. certain yeah. taxes, liabilities, yeah. lawsuits. Yeah. All Big of those time. things. You can people, protect um, yourself. People ask a question. One of the main questions I always get. Now, understand. I always tell people, seek an estate planner to build out your trust. Yeah. I'm just telling you about my trust. I can tell you about what's in it. We can tell you about open information about Rockefellers and Vanderbilt, which is just knowledge that's out there. But giving deep. If you want to construct yours... What I'm doing and what we're doing is giving you good thoughts to have when you walk in. Because yeah. the first time I wanted to get mine done, what changed my life in 2019, was they really didn't know the right way to construct it. They were like, okay, what you want to do? I said, well, I want to leave it for my family. I want to do this. I want to do that. And it's like, okay, here's what the normal, normal trust looks like. And I'm like, that doesn't really break it down for generations. So that's when I went to go find out more about the Rockefeller Trust and to get more into it, you know what I mean? And once I under, started looking more into Rockefeller, I understood that when he died, he was worth $900 million, mm. which today is $27 billion. Wow. But his trust today is worth almost 400 
billion dollars. Wait, hold on, whoa, 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 which is about $27 billion in, today's, in mm-hmm. today's money. And now in today's money, in his death, yes. it's, it's worth more than— His trust is worth Lord almost $400 billion. Wow. Right? And, and a lot of that has to do with the things that he put in place with the trust. Mm. The trust requirements are, as we know, the insurance, things of that nature. But it also requires them to buy assets, mm. to buy— to buy art, mm. to buy more real estate, buy uh, things like schools. Mm. Like he understands that just by having insurance policies and paying out and doing those things, those are great. But things like art and real estate, you need to invest in those things. Those are things I implemented just in my new trust. Like we can look at the value of by not having it and having it what it calls. But the most important thing is you have to fund mm. the trust. Yep. Just having a trust isn't the key. You can easily have somebody set up a trust for you and go, I have a trust. But what's in the trust? There's a thing called funding. If you don't put your bank accounts, your brokerage accounts, your real estate, your, your life insurance policies in the trust, what I mean is, the beneficiary of those things has to be in the name of the trust. Mm. Your life insurance policy says, uh, beneficiary, Storm Leroy's Trust. Mm. My properties, my LLCs, my deeds, Storm Leroy's Trust. Whatever the trust name is, that needs to be the name on mm-hmm. there. Whatever, that makes sure those things go in there. So, for example, like I like to always give an example of mine, because mine I'm actually signing off on my um, second revision of mm. my trust because I like to update it when new things happen in my life. Mm-hmm. So the new things I implemented, which the first one y'all had me talk about was I'd leave money to my generations for 21 when it reached 21. Now what I did was I implemented a new structure in there where when they reached the age of 13, they can now come with a business plan mm. to the trustees because Younger kids are now understanding the value of what technology is all about, how to create a company, how to have a YouTube channel, how to become a a, a blogger. Like they might need money for these startups, for these things to go. So you present this business plan. And now the stipulations I have in there is to hold certain assets and to buy more real estate in certain places. But one of the key things is everybody who's in the trust as a trustee has a life insurance policy and every child that's being born, my trust opens up a trust for that child soon as they're born. Mm. That's the key thing. There must be a trust at all times. And what I'm also doing, I implement is all of my grandchildren are going to get a 10% interest payment for the rest of their lives from the trust. Why is that? Because some people are not ready to get a whole lot of money. They just not ready to get a lot of money. So I want to know if my trust is worth a hundred million dollars. They can guarantee to get this much money continuously over and over again, but that will be revisited. Mm. So the the thing about um, what I want to give you guys more insight about the Rockefeller trust also is that there's a trust also that I found out he has two trusts. He has a trust from 1952 that Chase Bank runs by themselves. That's a, wow. That blew me away. Like, yeah. hold up. That's the one that's undercover. Right, right. That lays low. Right. So Chase Bank runs that trust for them to strictly invest in banking. <laughs> Life insurance, the policies that banks are opening up is using a majority of his money. <laughs> wow. How heavy is that? I'm like, hold on. So the power of the trust, like, listen, here's another question I get. How much it costs to start up a trust? You can start a trust for, for literally 
thousands of dollars. Like my first one I did was um, $6,000, but it wasn't blown out the right way. It just did the minimum. But once I started getting assets, then it cost me $18,000. My adjustment now cost me $6,000. But here's the thing for everybody saying, oh, I don't have that money or it costs this much. How much would it cost you to do nothing? Mm. Like that money you're spending. What would it spending, cost your family to what do would it co- Yes, your Jeez. family and your legacy to do yeah. nothing. Yeah. So the yeah. poorness of having these structures in place is going to change. Yeah. And yeah. now you're putting something in place where they could see. Yeah, Marvin. No, no, it's good. Um, mm-hmm. I just want to I want to say like a trust. There's a big misconception is where I don't need a trust because I have a will. Mm. Oh, I mean, let's get into and, that and, too. And, and, mm-hmm. and what you got to understand, a will does not replace a trust. A will does not even avoid probate. Mm. Yep. What probate is, is if, if you don't have everything dictated, everything allocated, for example, if you get the trust and you don't put everything into the trust name, the courts don't know what to do. So they're going to say it's going to go through probate. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's going to go through all of the information. Or if you forget to put a beneficiary on your account, it's going to mm-hmm. go through probate. And when it goes through probate, it could it could be locked up up to three years sometimes, like 18 months is average. And you got to pay all of the attorney fees mm-hmm. on it. I actually had a, a situation that happened where a um, where it was a situation where a, a man was married to a woman. Mm-hmm. And they had got divorced, but they had got divorced like 11 years ago. Mm-hmm. She was the beneficiary on his account. Wow. No trust, nothing. She was just a beneficiary. He had got remarried, was happily married 10 years. Mm. Had children now wow. with the new wife, no children from the previous wife, mm. but the previous wife was still on beneficiary. the beneficiary. Mm. So what happened is when he, when he died, and um, unfortunately... I was around. I saw this happen when he died. So when he died, they hit up the, the ex-wife. ex-wife. Wow. The ex-wife was like, oh, cool. You know what I mean? I put up with him for this many years. <laughs> Thank you for the gift. Whoa. You know what I mean? <laughs> she was not willing to relinquish that Whoa. to the new wife. The new wife said, no, nah, because he wrote it in a will. It's in a will. Mm. Like, that I am the benefit that's in my will. Mm. The court said... The will doesn't mean anything mm. if there's a beneficiary That's on the account. Wow. She took her to court. That battle went on for over two years. They're fighting back and forth. Eventually, what they agree to do is split the money between the wow. new wife and the ex-wife. And not only that, it actually cost them 50% of the money was gone due to legal fees during that time, and neither one of them could touch it within wow. that two-year period. Wow. That is my evidence right there that wills don't mean much of anything. It's good. A, a will going to look at, they're going to look at a will to kind of interpret it, but also understand is wills does not protect your privacy. Mm. And wow. what I mean by that is if you die it's with a will, yeah. even with beneficiaries, everybody can see what you had. Right. Everybody can see what legal problems you were having. Everybody can see what people were fighting over, every loss, everything. A trust is the only thing that can seal anything personal yeah. about you 100%. within it. So you got to understand a trust is going to be more powerful. And we can go so much de- in detail to spend through trust, the different um, the life insurance revocable trust. There's so many trusts. That you could control. We got kids. Like people got kids. They got two kids that's financially responsible and one that ain't. Mm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They want to treat the kids differently, but 
They got that one child they don't want to be upset. Everybody's <laughs> fighting over everything when they die. You know what I'm saying? But you can actually control that from the grave. Yeah. And you can actually say, this child, I'm going to treat special. I want him to have a business. When he turns this age, boom, 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 I'm going to give him this. We're going to invest in this. You can control your money from the grave. That's mm. another benefit of the trust. Mm. Think about, think about. we see it as, we see this in real time, right? Mm -hmm. Chad Bowick mm. didn't have a trust, didn't have a will. We mm. see what happened to his estate. Yep. Think about DMX. Yeah. So many other people. Like James Brown, for example. Elvis had one. Mm. Yeah, Elvis also. Um, James Brown, we know when he died, he didn't he didn't have one. So what happened well, he had a will in place, but what happened was his wife came forward and said she still was married to him. So in probate court, they had to go through finding out exactly where they still married. And this mm. went on for four. Years praying, paying probate mm. until they were able to finally come to the conclusion that she wasn't married, and now his family can now get the estate. And by the time they went through that, so much money was lost wow. that they end up having to sell the remaining amount of the estate, which his publishing, his ownership, the studios he had, so they can have money, so they can all walk wow. away with something. Wow. So mm. with a with a trust, nobody could come forward and claim anything. Mm. It's ironclad when you have that trust. Mm. That's what's so important. So in real time, we seeing this happen. And that that really was will screw you over. Another thing that we were talking about in the trust, not just having a trust for your family to say, oh, he put this thing together, he or she put this thing together for me, but it's a thing that I have in mind called a legacy letter. Mm. Like what I did was I wrote the intention why I did this. Mm. I wrote specifically Things that my father, my mother shared with me, put in there so mm. y'all can know I, I'm thinking about y'all. This is why I'm doing this. Mm. I want y'all to continue to do this. Yeah. Here's what it means to me. Here's what legacy means to me. Yeah. And every every trustee must hand that over to the next trustee, that same letter. When, that, when I pass, they pass, that letter must continuously go on and on and on so that... So those members of the family, the next person who you're making a trustee, can look at that and now value mm. why this is so important to keep this going. Yeah. Like there are different versions of a trust where in some states your trust, it doesn't go on forever. Mm. For example, um, you can have a trust where in some states it only goes to the last living person. Mm. So if you have your great-grandchild is two years old. It would go to them up until the age they're 21. You pass away, your great-grandchild is two. Your trust will only be in the play until they turn 21. Mm. So that's why it's so important to be able to create new trust for each person in yeah. the trust. So now that great-grandchild will have a trust created for him that will continue on mm. in the same language mm -hmm. on and on past that. And dynasty trust, they allow you, but you, you definitely have to put that in writing to extend the dynasty trust to mm. go on. But the tax benefits that one with the other, let's give a quick example. Revocable trust, when you're putting all your stuff, always recommend putting it in a revocable trust so you can move it around in right, the beginning. Right. A revocable trust becomes irrevocable upon your death. Mm. So you put your houses in there, you protect your house. You know, for me, that was one of the first videos that kind of caught fire for me. Take your house out of your name. Out of your name. Take your house, put it in a trust. Now it's protected. Someone slips and fall. Yeah, it's protected because you're signing the asset over to people in a trust, but you're still the manager of the asset. They are the people who will have it when you die, but you still control it, which means in a revocable, you can sell it. You can do whatever you want to it. Your family can't do anything with it, but when you die, it becomes irrevocable. Mm. So now one of the key factors you must always come into 
uh, have to say with yourself, if you know you have a property you don't ever want to get sold in the family, mm. put that in the irrevocable trust if you know you want to keep it in there forever, mm. right? But if it falls into a state where it could get sold to the last one, then you must reignite mm. the trust. But the purpose of the revocable, why I suggest that with real estate, because if you want to sell the property and a revocable, you can take the money to buy more real estate. And the irrevocable... If you sell the property in an irrevocable, you can't touch the money. Mm. The money now goes to the owners of the trust. So if you have a $2 million property in an irrevocable trust, you sell the property, you can't touch the $2 million. The $2 million now has to stay in that trust for the people who are the trustees of the trust. Mm. So understand the value of, of putting that together. Yeah, yeah, that's important. Like going back to the legacy letter, and then mm. I want to hit on the, um, the actual revocable, irrevocable trust. Yeah. Like the legacy le uh, letter he's talking about, so important because yeah. remember, we're not just passing on assets; we're passing on values. I think that's we're important. Yeah. It's yeah. so important yeah. because you want to write down, like, talk a little bit about your family history. Yes, mm -hmm. it's like a bylaw. Like, like so many times we forget about our family two, three generations down the line. We forget mm -hmm. about like if you start there now. Imagine the heritage right. that you're going to pass by, and yes. also what are our family values? My family value is this, is that. Is that that way? If there's a dispute, if there's anything, when they come before the board, like you got a legacy letter to live by to make decisions about family. It's not like you're in control. It's that you set in structure. There is freedom in structure. Facts. Yes, there is freedom in, in structure. So when you create that structure, you do everything to pass that that that, that legacy on to the next generation. Mm -hmm. That legacy and that mindset you pass on to the next generation is going to allow them the understanding. When the trust says you need to do this to go get a business mm. and to get assets. And in addition to that, revocable and irrevocable. So there are some instances where you do want to go irrevocable. Yes. Um, I like revocable. Don't get me wrong. But, like, most people don't understand. And, and most I know understand most people listening to this are not going to be in this situation. But for the few people that are, I don't want to ignore you. Mm -hmm. Right? Revocable taxes does not avoid a state tax. Mm. Only irrevocable right. avoids a state tax. Now, as we speak now, it's not going to be an issue for most people. We're talking about, you know, $10, 15000000 million, you know, like it ain't going to be an issue. But life insurance is not taxable. However, it is does count against your estate tax, mm. which means your life insurance could actually be taxed. Yes. Now, not that long ago, the net worth limit was only $1 million. Right. Now, and I was in the business when it was $1 million, which meant that not just the money you have in your bank, not just the money you have in the stock market, they're going to count the assets from your real estate. They're going to count all of your um, life insurance policies, mm -hmm. all of that. And if it was over a million dollars at that time, everything is taxed 55%. Wow. That's a state tax. No. Yeah. You're still getting taxed in other ways. Right. That's just a state tax. Wow. So, so what that means is if, if I would have died with $2 million, boom, $550,000 of that goes not to my heirs, but it goes to this if I didn't have the proper things in place. Mm. So the irrevocable trust is what will protect that mm. from that. Mm. Now, I like what Storm says, starting off in the revocable, because mm -hmm. most people are not going to be in that situation. But like when you get into like Rockefeller type, type, right, type right, talk right. or something, when you look at that millions and millions and billions of dollars, now you got to look at how can I protect myself against taxation because you can avoid that taxation. You can still get principal payments from that trust. You can't change it, but at the same time, you avoid that 55 Yeah, yeah, tax. definitely. I would say the assets, you go revocable. Definitely yeah. policies. 
You want to go irrevocable. You want to make that yeah. way. Yeah, it can like be changed. Definitely. Yep. You want to take advantage of the tax laws and always. Um, I hate to sound so cliche. It's like <laughs> always seek knowledge, man. Like, <laughs> like really. It's like like ask people, ask your accountant, ask the tax preparer. How can I do these things? And a lot of the times, it it's the mechanic whose car doesn't run right. Mm. It's the barber who has the worst haircut. Mm. It's the chef who can't cook a certain dish because you're finding the wrong ones. Just because they have the <laughs> title mechanic don't mean they fix cars Rex. well. Rex. Find the right one that works for you. People yeah. always ask me questions like, who do you use for your tax account? Who uses your CPA? Who do you do to your trust? Who does? I said, nah, you know what I want you to do? Do the research. Mm. Because you need a certain relationship. Yeah. Like I had three different people I worked with doing trust. Mm-hmm. And at the time of, of my growth of what I'm doing, I outgrew them. Yeah. Mm. That's all I was. Yeah. My relationship was like, nah, you know what? I need somebody else because you can't take me where I want to go right, right now. Right, right. And I had the same thing with taxes. You have a certain tax person when you make this much money. Now you start making this much more money, that person don't know certain laws to help you because you're making this. Then you really start making some money money. Oh, you got to get somebody who knows right, who the knows. rules. Yeah. You can't be like, oh, she, you know, they've been doing my taxes. Even they do hair, but on the side, but mm. that I, I trust them. Right. So no, yeah. run your business like a business and start talking to people who are doing those greater things. The more yeah. you do research, the more you're going to understand how much you really don't know. Yeah. And you're losing money. The more you save on taxes, the more you realize that the front end of of what you're doing will take care of itself. That's Storm, you can we, lose it on taxes. We got mm-hmm. not that much time left, and I oh, know you got yeah. a whole breakdown. No, 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 you no, no I'm not gonna do that today. Nah, we good. Nah. You got they to gotta watch the video. You got to do some of the break. This, the this breakdown will leave, leave it thirteen million to your, gr- yeah, to your great great. Bro, we need that, bro. You got to do that. <laughs> Come on, somebody go watch the video. I, 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 watch the video. I, 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 when I, I, this episode you know, is trying called to get more views. Yo, look, see, look, he's trying to get, get more look, views. He's trying, he's trying to stay number one. Look, he's trying to stay, stay number one. But you, but, oh, look, look. Break down. I can break. Here's a simple structure of how you would take a million dollars, which which we'll tell you how to get the million dollars, and turn that into fourteen million dollars for your fourth generation. First thing you want to do is you want to open up a brokerage account. Brokerage account, matter of fact, I'm going to make it even simple. You have real estate. You sell some of your real estate. Your real estate, you put a million dollars into a brokerage account. Brokerage account is in the name of the trust. Million dollars, and this is part of my structure, that's going to my great-grandchildren, not my immediate family. My immediate family now will have my long-term assets, my life insurance policies, which is worth millions, so they're straight. Your idea must be how am I going to set up from my grandchildren on? So my grandchildren, million dollars, brokerage account. They don't get that money until they turn 21. This is the power of compound interest. A million dollars, 6% compound interest when they turn 21. Now that turns in about $3.8 million. $3.8 million. You don't give that to your grandchildren. You give them half, one4 1.4 stays invested for 21 years, brokerage account, compound interest to your great-grandchildren. 1.4 now turns into 3, 4, 6, 12, 2, 1. That turns into $6.2 million. So $6.2 million don't, don't, doesn't go to your great-grandkids. That's too much. You only give them half. 3.2. 3.2 goes to them. 3.2 stays for your great-grandchildren. 6% interest, 21 years. That now turns to about three, four, six, seven, seven point seven point four million dollars to your great great grandchildren. They get half. 
Now you break that up. Let's round it off to about $4 million to make it easy. $4 million stays in that account. $4 million goes to your great, great, great grandchildren. That comes up to $12.9 million mm. to your fourth generation mm. that you put in a brokerage account for them. How do you make this happen? Easy. Life insurance policies. That's how you create the wealth. Mm. That's how we can do it. That's how Rockefeller did it. Mm. And Marvin wanted to touch on something where he mentioned about term policy, where he mentioned earlier. And I don't agree with having. Hold on, I ain't. You go to you go. You don't even know what I'm saying. Slow down, son. You killing them. Let that moment settle. Slow down, son. You killing them. Dollars is left. For your fourth generation. Let that sit in. Hey, 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 yo, look, don't get my pose. Look, still be going, B. Right, like, no, it's all good. But no, yeah. go ahead. Go talk about it. No, I, no, I, you I, asked no, no, the question. You didn't even you ask the question. question. That's what I'm saying. No, 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 no. I want to, like, how you going to say, earlier. we was talking about this offline, and you going to try yeah, to say, yeah. Marvin said earlier. Yeah, 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 question, I, I want us to address it, though. I wanted to give you the you talk about, you talk about term insurance, and I'm a fan of term insurance, but for what you doing, right. How is term insurance going to work and be a benefit? Because if it's like talking about we like, passing on twelve million to right. fourteen million, right. like the term insurance is only going to work if they die within right. that term. So right. how can we say that term is going to be that's used a good to pass point? That's a great point. Oh, no, that's a good point, right? So term, so look, term insurance it's is only thirty years, right? You you buy thirty year term insurance, and if you have a term and, insurance, and how much though? $50. You cannot say, do that plan with term insurance. That's what I'm no, saying. No, because, wait, wait, wait. Cause, cause you got to let me get the question, but let's, look, let's say $50. You cannot do that plan with term insurance. How, Sway? How? $50 term insurance. Let's say a million dollars, right? Yeah. Million dollars. How much is whole life million dollars? It don't matter. No, 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 no. You got No, it does matter. No, no I don't. Million dollar term policy is about, I know how much mine is, right? So let's say it's about $3,000 a month. Yeah. Three thousand for, for, for term? No, no, no. Whole life. Whole I mean, life. excuse okay, me. Okay, I was finna say. Three thousand dollars. Term is fifty dollars. <laughs> Three thousand dollars a month. Right. My thing is this: the average person can't afford three thousand dollars a month insurance. Can we agree on that? Agree, yeah. M Marvin, can we agree on that? Yeah. I got. I got I, a different no, way no, to think no, about no, that. No, no. Let me. Let me finish. Yes, we agree. they can. But go I ahead. I want every person to understand that your life has value. Just because you can't afford. Uh, $3,000 a month, if you can afford any amount of insurance, you need insurance for your children, whether that be education, whether you need insurance, period. If you're walking around here with cell phone insurance and you don't have life insurance, that's a problem. If you got car insurance and don't have life insurance, that's a problem. If the only reason you think you don't have insurance because you can't make money off of the cash value of that insurance that's a problem because you're being irresponsible. You need, you don't, just like we don't know if we're going to live next week or the week after or make it. But if you say, you know what, until I'm able to afford $3,000 a month, let me pay $50 a month until my entrepreneurship business takes off. I want you to leave something to your children. Just but in case. Just in case. Because you got just in case your phone break yeah. or just in case my car break down, but not just in case I die. So that's one thing. But now I don't promote that on the, on the level of doing it if you have money. My main purpose when I talk about it is you have a million-dollar house. You have um, a million-dollar house and you have half a million dollars left on mortgage payments on that house. You have a million-dollar whole life policy insurance. You die. There's a half a million-dollar mortgage payment left on that house. Where's that money coming from, Sway? 
Nah. Whoa, so, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait whoa, a minute. Whoa, whoa. Let, let, me, let me finish my example and I'm going to give you the ahead, floor. Go ahead. Your mortgage has to get paid off on that house. So the, mo- the mortgage money got to come <laughs> from somewhere. Your family got to pay the money. They just got a million dollars. Now your family pays off the mortgage from that million dollars. Mm-hmm. So there's $500,000 left and you probably wanted them to get a million dollars. I'm not talking about the person that's the savvy investor. I'm not talking about the person who has the trust in place and investing and doing those things. I'm talking about the average person who hasn't joined Path to Prosperity to understand the power of life insurance and how to do the things but we've done. They, thank you, wait, 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 wait. So have thank you Storm. Yes. Thank you, Storm. I have appreciate Have life that. insurance. Yeah. I don't care how much it costs. You drop the mic, but yeah. I'm going to dive and catch it because it don't uh, deserve to hit the flow yet. Hey, no, go ahead. So, <laughs> so here's the thing. Yeah. I love what you're saying. Yeah. Don't love it and then it, try to No, 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 no. I'm not going to dispute it because no, actually, not in, I actually, want you to. No, no. I'm going to dispute it a little bit, but I'm yes. not going to fully dispute it. And the reason right. why is that I'm a big believer in term insurance too. Right. Like, what you said, if I got a mortgage and I got a family and I got and I got like a, a half a million dollar home, like like if I die before that home is is paid off, I'm leaving that debt on Which to, most likely to, would my, happen. to yeah, my 30, kids, yeah. right? I don't want that to happen. So I, my, the term insurance that I have that I want you to have, I think everybody should have some cheap term insurance if you're young, is going to cover the, cover the mortgage, cover any debt that That's I have mine. if I die. Mm-hmm. That's great. At the same time, we cannot look at term insurance to play any role into this Rockefeller Trust. No. And the reason why we can't you're is saying, because— You're saying no, you can't, or no, you don't look at it that way? No, because your lifestyle isn't indicative to be able to, to replicate the Rockefeller right. if you only can afford a term. Gotcha. I'm True. talking to people who just got minimum wages, jobs. But You could continue, Ma, but definitely. Look, I'm going to talk to you as I see you, not as you are. Mm. And, and, and as I see you— is that the older that you get, the more expensive these policies are going to be. And and to me, it doesn't have to be either or. It can be a both end. And let me tell y'all, most of y'all who don't think you can afford $50 or $500, I guarantee you you can afford it. I guarantee you you mishandling and you misusing your expenses. Um, your, your expenses. And, I, and I guarantee you there are ways that you're losing money unknowingly and unnecessarily and you don't even know it. Mm. It can be the way that you, you don't think you got any cash flow, but it can be the way that you save it into your 401k. Overfunding the 401k Deferring your taxes so that the government can take 35% more taxes. That might free up an extra $1,000 a month, $2,000 a month. The way you're paying for your mortgage, somebody told you that you should over that you should get a 15-year policy. Somebody told you that you should overfund that and that you should pay extra towards your notes because it's going to eliminate your principal. That advice has cost you an extra $500 a month mm. that could go towards your policy. The way that your credit card debt is, you got multiple loans and multiple credit cards and nobody told you you should look for a way to minimize that 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 interest to, 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 to negotiate your debts and free up another three to $400 a month. The way you're paying for college education, somebody told you that you should get a 529 plan. Somebody told you that you should invest your money in here in order to do this. So you have to pick between your retirement and your child's college education. But let's free up that money now. Now, we I've helped hundreds of thousands of people publicly from conversations and over a thousand families who came in and said, I have no money. I have no cash flow. I can only find afford $50 a month. And I'm like, oh, really? Can we look at your situation, especially married couples? Can we look at your situation? And they left out seeing that they were misusing and inefficient with $2,500 a month. And I said, what would you do with that extra $2,500 a month if I'm able to find it for you? And what they tell me is, if you're able to find $2,500 for me, 
I'm going to save it. That's what mm. they say. Yeah. And I say, well, what if I told you don't save it all? Here's what I want you to do. If I'm able to find you $2,500 extra per month that you didn't even know that you had, mm -hmm. I want you to use $500 and I want you to increase your lifestyle. Mm. And I want you to take the other $2,000 and while you're younger, I want you to start this plan by getting this bank and getting permanent policies because permanent policies cannot outlive you as long as you are doing what you need to do. And, it, and I also want you to understand just because I say permanent policy don't mean that the premium mm. has to be permanent. Mm. You can structure these things to where you're paying premiums for seven, eight, ten years and then you're done with it and the policy lasts for the rest of your right. life. But one of the big, I got to bring this up and I love what my, what my guy Storm is saying. We agree on this, but I got to bring this up because there's so many people who are told to lie that you should buy term only and invest a difference. And I'm a big fighter oh. for this because I have seen people who have only bought term. You can't borrow against it. You can't do anything with it. 20, 30 years down the line pass. Their term expires. They got sick. Yeah. Somebody had cancer or something. They go back and say, well, I'm going to go out and I'm going to buy some more term because... And then they try to give them the bill. Number one, you can't even get approved for it mm. because your health ain't right. right. Now, sometimes you can convert it, but then they're going to increase it to yeah. now that 200 that $50 month payment that mm. you was paying... Now it's going to be $1,000 a mm. month if you want to maintain it because you're much older now and you got a pre-existing condition mm. and you can't afford it. Banks I mean, insurance companies make 90% of their revenue not off permanent policies. They make 90% of their revenue off of term life and policy, term life policies, because 93% of those terms are never, ever executed. 90% mm. either are canceled or they expire and are never used before because people didn't understand because these the people who can't afford $50 a month are not the type of people that's going to be disciplined enough to buy term and invest a difference anyway. Mm. Right. They're going to be people who going to try to buy term and invest a difference, but this month something came up. Mm. Now all of a sudden they have no life insurance, they have no investments, everything went to hell. So if you... Why not just try to learn how to do it right in the first place and stop using the excuse that I don't have any money mm. and ask yourself, how can I afford it? Mm. What can I do to make it happen? Where in my life am I use, losing money unknowingly, unnecessarily? Where in my life can I increase my income and multiply my profits? Where in my life can I start thinking about an entrepreneurship journey where I can make more money? Not everybody's an entrepreneur, but where in my life can I think about investments that's going to generate cash flow? Let's raise our level of thinking. Mm. I'm not talking down to nobody just because of you where you are now. Mm. That's who I'm talking to. And mm. if you want to be a part of that, then you need to be a part of the path of prosperity. Mm. Oh, damn, Mike Drew. Mm. No, let, let me catch some. Mm. No, 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 don't even catch that. Don't even catch Let me catch the mic. Let me hold this thing. I got you, baby. Don't know Marvin did you bad. I got you. Right? I love exactly. This is what I love about us. Yeah. We we have so many different levels to us and stages. Yeah. Marvin speaks to people, either they're married, they have some type of good job or some type of money, and they're trying to figure out how come I don't have money. Mm. They're making a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, they're figuring out how I how come I don't have money. Mm. The difference to the people I speak to are the people who literally have jobs where they make $30,000, $40,000. I was that guy yeah. who made a little bit of money, yeah. but my vision was always to make more money. But until I got there, there was nobody telling me on how I could salvage my life and create something in this space. Luckily, I was able to get there, but what if I was 23 years old mm. that time, 23 years old, and I'm thinking about creating something for my legacy and I didn't have a term policy. Mm. And I died at 23 and I had a daughter. I had mm. my, you know, my yeah. children young ages, 16, 17 years old. Mm. So I knew the importance of having that until I got to where I was going. Mm. But what if I didn't have it until I got there? Mm. And I just left them a bill. 
So I speak to people because I took $8,000 and changed my life to sit here. Mm. I'm able to sit here and talk about money. Right. Because I was able to get to get it low. Like they don't have a financial advisor mm. for teenagers, mm. for adolescents. And I think that's very important because when somebody says I'm coming to talk to Marvin, they're already looking at other people who are in their position who have a good job or either married and going, how come our finances is messed up? Mm. We need a financial advisor. Mm. But you can't have a 25-year-old or somebody who says, I got me a, some, I'm working at this fast food, I'm working as intern, I'm working, you know, I'm making a little bit of money, and they got visions of big things and tell them, well, when you start to make 100000 come see me. Like, I want to still give them that hope of going, mm. I'm going to make it to go see Marvin. Mm. But until I do, Storm said, mm. I got a one-year-old daughter. Mm. I could afford $75. Mm. I got to protect my, my, my one-year-old until I could go. No, that, that's not a knock. Mm. We just speaking. No, he said now. No, I said now. Oh, oh. Oh, okay, now. No, I'm saying, yeah, 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 but I know how when you go look and go, now, now. <laughs> what are you talking about? So, hey, no. look how defensive he is. He's right. giving a man no, a compliment right. no, over there. No, no. Hey, look. Hey, what that, I'm that's doing been is... happening more and more since he's no longer number one on Inside the Vault. Look, <laughs> 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 what, what I'm doing, though, really, is I, don't, I never want anybody to get confused yeah. about how well the universe put us together, man. Yeah. I don't want them yeah. to get confused and go, there's nothing there for me. Yeah. Like, there's me, Ash, and Mark. You fit somewhere in this community to be with us. It, what yeah. he's saying is, I want to... So you I wanna, need to understand that. I want to second, though, what, I mean, what Storm just said, though. That's yeah. absolutely true. You got a one-year-old. You got, like, you trying to make it... Get yourself some term insurance. 100%. At yeah. least, yeah. right? At least cover yourself... Feel good about yourself that you did something that you know that if something's happened to you, you were a steward of your money. You were responsible with your money. It is irresponsible, irresponsible. It is selfish of you to not protect yep. the people that in are in your life. life. Yeah. Okay. That little, that little baby depends on you. Yeah. yeah. And, and a lot of, you know, we see a lot of young adults run around here going, I'm going to try to figure it out. Yep. I'm going to try to figure it out. And I think if they heard a message that said, well, while you're figuring it out, you know you can protect that. I want to say one year old because they, you know, they have nine month old right. and little baby. You have 17, 18, 19 year old who have kids, and exactly. neither one of the parents have. Excuse yeah. me, neither one of the parents have insurance. Especially, yeah. especially, no. especially our community. And Let's the grandparents, right? Yeah. Let's just say, especially our community too, because think about you know we 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 live in an age, a day and age now where unfortunately a lot of our people in our community are dying at young ages. And if at a young age you could get life insurance at a like nobody wants to nobody wants to think about dying, but dying is inevitable for everybody. Yeah. And so why not, you know, you know, protect your family if it's God's will that you're you're no longer here. Yeah, now, yeah, now I'm speaking. I'm speaking to my middle class yeah. people yep. who are working class people who are considering becoming an entrepreneur potentially. Are you looking to save your money and, be, and become wealthy? Oh, and I'm talking to the entrepreneur that exists that's out there right now today yeah. who, are, who are following, which is not a big percentage of the whole world. But I do want to say that the information that's given out on TV, the information that's given out by most financial companies, is given out by the media, is to the masses. Mm. And you got to understand that if, 
if you're if you're anywhere middle class, you are not the masses. Facts. You are not the masses. And if you're following ordinary advice that everybody is getting, which is great for the people who have nothing and you need to get something, I vouch for that. But if you follow that same advice, you are taking yourself down a road to destruction. I'm telling you that right now. Pensions are going away. Social Security yep. might not be around. Road to destruction. So even if you have a pension, let me tell you why having a death benefit and a life insurance is going to benefit you. Even if you don't have the cash value, which which I'm a big advocate of the cash value, but even if it's just a death benefit, let me tell you how it can be used for your life, not just for your death. If I know that I'm going to die, which we all are, yeah, and I know that I have $500,000 here when I die or a million dollars here when I die, my family, not me, but my family has that. If I know they have that, when I select that pension, if you're trying to retire the traditional way, now I don't have to select the 50% survivor and lose 25% of my income. Mm. I get to choose 100% because I know that when I die, it's replaced. So now mm. I just boost my income up. Mm. I don't have to um I don't have to choose certain things in my life that's going to actually take my income down. Mm. I get to spend my money more freely. If I know I saved up $500,000 now, where if I don't have a death benefit, I'm scared to spend it because, oh, I do want to leave some money behind. But if I got that death benefit backing me up, I got freedom to spend it faster. Yeah. I can increase my income by 30% because guess what? If I go to zero, I got that life insurance policy tax-free to back me up mm-hmm. when I die. Mm-hmm. So it actually gave me freedom even if I didn't have the cash value. But the powerful thing is when you do have the cash value, not only do you have the freedom that you got the death benefit, but you got the freedom to use it while you're living, mm-hmm. not just when you die. So if you do the Rockefeller Trust with this cash value, value, high-funded cash value policy. Now when my kids want to go out and get assets because the assets are written into the trust, instead of me telling them to go out and just get their money to do it, now we have the life insurance policy within the trust. Mm. We can borrow against the policy, which is going to be the thing that's going to fund the asset in the first place. Mm. It's going to be the thing that's going to fund the college education. It's going to be the thing that's going to fund the business. Mm. And now I can take that money and make money and we can pay it back to set up the next generation mm. for those same loans and different mm. things like this. So life insurance is for your life, mm. not just not for just your that. death. Mm. And that's going to complement everything that Storm just said in the Rockefeller Trust and take it up to a whole nother level. So if you combine what me, Ash, and Storm is talking about and you follow this blueprint to what you're supposed to do, whether you don't have it yet, whether you're middle class, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're a millionaire, which most millionaires, you're losing the most money because you don't understand taxation. Right. You don't understand structure. So if you're a millionaire and you're saying, oh, this ain't for me, or if you even got $10 million, you're losing the most money because you don't understand that you shouldn't be paying any taxes. Thanks. So with man. that being said, uh, man, hey, we, it's, it's time for Yo, us to drop our gym. We got to drop man. our path of prosperity gym. I, I definitely recommend that. I don't man. know when our next challenge uh, uh, is going to come up, yeah. whenever they see this, but I recommend you guys find out. You got to get that MyPathToProsperity.com. Man, come get that five days. with us. Five days. Join this community. This is it. This is it. MyPathToProsperity.com. Get your ticket. You ain't getting this kind of information nah. like this. Nowhere. nowhere. Share this with everybody that no, you know. and nobody. Look what I embodied. Ooh. Let's go. Let's All go. right, y'all. Uh, Path to Prosperity Gym. I'm lost. Um, Path to Prosperity Gym that I learned, actually, from, from this here, uh, and I want to leave with you, uh, is really surround yourself around people who are smarter than you. Um, you know, I've been a I've been a banker for over 15 years. Uh, I've managed branches. I've managed millions of millions of dollars of, of money. Uh, I've made millions of dollars. I do not know what these guys know. In fact, 
Like if y'all if y'all can see, I got notes. Like I'm on the show, but I'm taking I'm taking notes because I'm learning as we're going. I got uh, books that I'm gonna read. I got I got movies that I'm gonna watch. And so my gem of the day is that never think that you know it all. Always surround yourself around people who are smarter than you. Listen intensely. If you don't, if you don't understand something, write it down. Look it up later. Um, and always be a student. Always seek knowledge. Yeah. And then do the finger like this, like 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 Storm does, because so, he getting older. Yeah, so, he can't, so, so, so so my my gym of the day <laughs> is to simply speak those things that are not as mm. though they are. Bars. Speak those things that are not as though they are. Look, here's the deal. You can keep speaking to yourself as you see yourself by saying things, I can't afford it. Um, I see myself as a caterpillar, so I am, because the Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Or you can say, you know what, I'm going to start speaking to my future self as if I am that future self now. Mm -hmm. I'm speaking to my 10-year self. I am a multimillionaire. I am. Not, not that I will be. It's a difference between I am and I will be. I will be is not speaking those things that are not as though they are. It's speaking what you want in the future. I want you to speak as if you're that person right now. Watch your language. Stop saying words I ca like I can't. I got to try. I'm going to attempt to. Like, what do you mean? Say what you're going to do. Mean what you say. Let your yes be yes and let your no be no. See yourself as that. Walk into that presence. And I promise you, the only thing that hasn't caught up to it is time. But if you speak it enough time, I promise you, your future will become your present. Mm, My job. Let's go. Ooh. Let's go. No pressure. Pressure bust pipes or make diamonds, baby. <laughs> and I see you shining. So for me, it's um the story that you want to tell your legacy um, about the struggle, about the triumphs, the things that they've been through, um, you've been through, and the things that you want to leave for your legacy, things that you want them to handle it the right way and how that wants to carry on. Um, we could sit here and tell a story all day, but it means nothing if it's not in writing. Everything you say you want to do, you want to leave to them, it means nothing if you actually didn't sit down, put those things in writing and sign it off to leave to your legacy. Mm -hmm. The stories can never be told. All the things you want to leave to them, it, it, it must be ingrained in you that it extends beyond the children that are around you right now. Mm -hmm. And it will never make it to them if you rely on that very first generation to do the things that you're asking them to do Asking them to do is better for you to put it in writing, and they have to do it. It's mm. mm. good. All right, y'all. Look, another powerful episode of the Path to Prosperity podcast. Yo, listen, make sure you tell a friend and tell a friend. Check us out every Wednesday. We dropping new episodes every Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I need you to like, subscribe, share, comment, all of the above. Yo, I am Ash Cash. Storm Leroy, hey, Marvin Mitchell. Yo, y'all, man, I, we appreciate y'all for tapping in. We'll see y'all next time in God's will. And remember, always, always seek, seek knowledge. knowledge. <laughs> Peace. <Let's go. laughs>